How are you? I'm well. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on the Wellness and Wahala podcast. For everybody tuning in for the first time, my name is Dr. Tomi, better known as Ama Aba. So I talk about great public health wellness tips and also current affairs. And we have a special celebrity guest in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so. Good evening, How everyone. You How you doing? We're fine. Oh, we're doing good. So my special celebrity guest that you guys are hearing, his name is Emmanuel Sagi, my Edo king. You know I'm half Edo. Yes, so I, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but his name, his celebrity name is MC Attraction. I know you guys know him. He's a celebrity MC. He's also an activist, an investor a shy town chicago nigerian (laughs) and he does so much more he's a producer of laugh and praise and african gospel awards here in the u.s and he's a trucking consultant and owner of eog express and he does so much more you know we are jack of many trades we're a hustler so that's right (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you thank you for being on the show the topic today is from protest to progress for a new Nigeria and SARS. Mm-hmm. So you have really been in the forefront. I know as a whole bunch of people, you know, we're we're all a family and everybody here in the diaspora, especially in Chicago, you've really been doing a great thing, um, being a voice to the voiceless. Mm-hmm. So I want you to start off just to let people know a little bit more about you and then we'll move into um, the topic of discussion. Okay, thank you. So let you. them know who you be. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Emmanuel Osage. Some people call it Osage. Osage. There's Benny and there's Asan. And from I'm from the Asan part of Edo State anyway. And um, okay. I'm a businessman. I'm a stand-up comedian. I produce events. I'm an IT consultant. I just do what puts food on the table and makes me happy. <laughs> It's good though. We must do what we can. That's right. So I want you to talk more about what's going on, you know, in Nigeria. A lot of us, you know, are not happy about what is going on back at home. And even though we're here in the States in Yankee, you know, mm-hmm. so a lot of people are like, oh, what is SARS, for example? And why are you guys out there protesting? So tell people what is SARS and, and why um, why did we all came together to protest to try to put an end to SARS and just the corruption in Nigeria? So SARS is a is a unit in the Nigerian police force that was formed in the year 1992. This um, unit was created to actually curb crime to fight against robbery, and um, the acronym SARS means Special Anti Robbery Squad. The government created this to actually, you know, fight some of the, the, the biggest menace the, the country is going through, but the opposite became the case over time. And this unit in the police had just grown from better to worse. I, I don't even know the next phase to describe it after worse, but, but where they are right now is very dangerous and toxic toxic to the, the citizens in Nigeria. They are killing people. They're making life hard for the youth. You can't drive nice cars. You can't, you know, have tattoos on your mm-hmm. body. You can't have dreadlocks. And these things are crazy. But the things we take for granted here in America, that's what they are killing people for in our country, okay. Nigeria. So we as Nigerians in diaspora came out and decided that we want to um, lend our voices, want to use our platform. Since the, where we live here in America, human rights is, is respected to an extent. So we want to use our platform. And when we protest, there's no one pointing guns to our faces or someone threatening to kill us. 
So we came out to use our voices and our platform to make sure that the world sees what is happening in Nigeria. And um, at some point, the NSAS movement has left that NSAS movement. We are now in the Reform Nigeria phase and what next? So I'm, I'm glad yeah. platforms like this are coming up so that we can start having this conversation because 2023 is around the corner. We need to start educating people. We need to start letting people know what's up. And um, that's why we're doing this. Great. So that brings me to my next question, a follow-up. So yes, it started off as NSARS. And I think that um, the Nigerian government, they were very mm-hmm. caught off guard by our generation because, you know, our parents' generation, you know, they didn't like a lot of the corruption that was going on, but a lot of them that did come mm-hmm. out, they were assassinated and that put a lot of fear for them, you know, to organize and to unite and protest. So this is a new generation. And just like you said, we're trying to reform Nigeria. And I like how you guys have taken it from the next step. So it goes from protest, but how are we going to make progress even before the next election? Like what are the neatest steps that, you know, we need to take? So I, I like how you guys organize um, a webinar. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys had a Zoom call, you know, on what needs to be done next. I know that um, people have petitions. I also had petitions mm-hmm. to some of our um, global leaders to put sanctions and talk up about what's going on for NSARS. But I told them they need to sanction specifically, yes. put visa sanctions on all of those corrupt leaders. But, you know, that has not been done yet. But, you know, because America has been busy with mm-hmm. election and, you know, all the wahala. <laughs> exactly. So they have, have priorities right now. Here. So, of course, when it comes to, they have prior, other competing priorities. So, but we have to, I, I think that you said something that's, that's really great. We're here in the diaspora, but, you know, home is still home. And we also need to partner because um, I think sure. that there's the power of partnership. So what I like would love to see is like my question would be, you know, there's NSARS people in Nigeria. You know, how can we here in the diaspora because we're supporting them and yes. we probably have more leverage because they're freezing bank accounts right now of some of the, the protest leaders. Some of them try to travel. They've restricted them from traveling, all types of nonsense. You know what I'm saying? So we are more untouchable here and we actually have more power to leverage and, and start a task force. So what, right, what do you think that we can right, do? Right now, I think what we to, as diasporans need yeah. to start doing is engaging ourselves with very important conversations of how we can be part of the movement and support them. And uh, there's no movement that will happen without financing or funding coming into play. So we as Chicago Nigerians, we also need our own part to create a GoFundMe account to see how we can help people you know, once we start um, agitating, start yes. making all this movement, like someone came up with an idea of, you know, the one million match to Springfield so that the city will feel it very well. I know that these people are not happy mm-hmm. with what is happening and they report to all the state reps, but we have to be very active uh, with this particular movement we in diaspora. And we need to understand that the power is in our hands and um, that power is having the voice. Yes. The power is, you know, educating people. So starting from having the voice how do we use our voices how do we use our platform we share this information on social media some of us see this information and just scroll past it like it is normal it is not normal for you to see people dying and you're just walking Mm -hmm. like nothing is happening share this information educate people on your whatsapp your social media whatsoever you can do be part of the movement contribute to any gofundme um, accounts that your city is organizing nigerians contribute over 96 billion dollar in remittance um, to uh, Nigerians in diaspora contribute that much to Nigerian remittance. So imagine if we come together, 
96 billion imagine if, if diasporans come together and say okay we want to actually fund this movement we want to better nigeria a bunch of us ran away we escaped exactly. back from nigeria to come and look for this greener pasture imagine if we yes. were back home this would have been our our, our, our case our plight or whatsoever so now we have the opportunities some of us have have the resources yes. like people like yanzi he calls almost every week to say what can we do i have resources can we use mine can we talk to other people so that's the kind of people or that's the kind of movements we expect to be happening right now people coming together to ask what's next what can we do like in chicago now we're already talking about the next town hall meeting we're having so that people can come out share ideas or do it online you know we we'll start making plans for 2023 yes. if we are going to fund the sensitization or awareness or campaigns in nigeria and say okay we're going to do a social media um, promotion and promote the awareness we're trying to do mm-hmm. somebody came up and they still came up with another idea of you know breaking the nigerian constitution into different languages in nigeria and making it mobile pocketable for people to start reading and knowing their rights and all that so mm-hmm. yeah these are conversations so that we need to right. start having but <laughs> the funds the support the voice is what diasporans need to start engaging themselves with very important Yes. So, and that's what, you know, I always tell our people know how to talk and they know how to pray. But I tell them faith without works is dead. So if they do that and we don't put action. So I'm happy you brought that, that, you know, you have a GoFundMe page. So we need resources. We need to come together. There's power and unity. And just being um, a former diplomat, I always tell people, you know, if you don't get into a lot mm-hmm. of people try to get away from politics, everything around this world is, is politics. politics. There's <laughs> politics in healthcare, yes. there's politics in education, there's politics in how they run our nation. So, unfortunately, if we really want to make progress in a long term, sustainable manner, we need to get into politics. So, for 2023, we should already start having yeah. our own potential candidates nigeria is 60 years old we should not have leaders yes. that are over 60 you know what i'm saying like <laughs> we don't have no young leaders so one i know like banky w and some other leaders you know some other youths try to try to campaign before and it was hard because you know the politics in nigeria they're like, you don't have a yes. godfather to fund you but you just said one thing which is we can mobilize our own resources we proved it with nsars even when they stopped people's bank accounts in nigeria Bitcoin. they now started using bitacom and they started using other ways, you know what I'm saying, to trade and get money so they can mobilize themselves. So there's always a way around it, but we need to make sure that we're at that political, high-level diplomatic table that are making the decision. So that gets to my next point, that when we do do these town halls, you know, what are the action plan? What are the next steps? So one of the things that I mean by that is that this is Africa. So how can, for example, we have you know, somebody like you that speaks as a liaison, you know, or be on the tax force, you know, for election and for the next election, you know, monitoring, you know, at the African Union, you know. So African Union this year, I'm not sure if you're aware, many people are not aware that the, the theme for this year, so they always come up with a theme every year. The theme for this mm. year is silencing the gun. Now, can you imagine that? Very is like people. <laughs> Because... You know, mm-hmm. we have police brutality and all that. So much violence. They send people, right? Police brutality. Even here in the U.S., um, we have mm-hmm. we have police brutality issues and racism. But back at home, it's even black more painful because it's our own people. We're killing each other, and black killing blacks, 
these are innocent protesters they're unarmed mm-hmm. and they just open fire so how can we now petition those bodies so for example even ECOWAS ECOWAS Nigeria out of all the economic commission of West African state Nigeria has the highest GDP That's is the correct. richest country in Africa where the most populated country in Africa. We contribute a lot to the African Union and ECOWAS, but we don't really have a voice as youth, you know what I'm saying, in the ECOWAS hemisphere. So how can we, you know what I'm saying, get on those technical working groups and those task force and make sure, you know what I'm saying, that we have a voice and we're making decisions at the regional level, you know, at the international level, and even at the state level. So I tell people, I'm like, if they try to silence you, within Nigeria, because of the use of social media, and we're able to use email, you can petition, you can write an email to the African Union president and give him like seven days to respond. He must respond. And if he doesn't, you put him on blast (laughs) on social media. You know our Africans, they don't like, they don't like when people put them on blast. Do you understand? Like this NSAR, that's why it's such a big deal. Because your protest, like Mm -hmm. everybody is seeing it. You know what I'm saying? Police came out, people are putting it all over their social media channels. It went viral. You know, the, the hashtag, everybody is following it. Yes. And they hate to be embarrassed. You understand? So how can we continue to embarrass them <laughs> until changes are done? And that means that a lot of us, we don't want to get into politics. But what I just know, politically and diplomatically, you must get into politics yeah. if you want to make sustainable changes. And we need to get our own people there. Because right now, they have their Already, own people yeah. agenda for 2023. You understand? They already have it. They're meeting every evening. They're doing they're what they can. They're doing all they can. And that, that's why during the protest, someone asked me, why Why are we praying? Why are we praying instead of protesting and screaming? And I said, the people you are trying to fight against are, are, are in some sort of occultic community or somewhere doing their concussion, mm-hmm. invocation, enchant- enchantment and all that. And you're asking why we are praying and protesting. That's why I, I like that you started with faith without right. work is dead. A lot of us are Christians or Muslims or whatever right. we believe in feel like, oh, we don't need to get involved in politics. But for policies to change, you have to actually get your hands there to get involved, send people, send representatives. And I, I made an example in my li- live broadcast on Facebook with um, a couple of organizations that wanted me to speak. I said, imagine if the churches, imagine yes. if the mosque, imagine if the religious leaders were at the forefront of the process. Mm-hmm. Imagine exactly what they all of us that have character morals people that claim that we have proper image representation people that claim that we have integrity standard with all our degrees and all that imagine if we were the ones that were at the forefront of this protest and said enough is enough we are tired of what is happening do you think anybody will go and point gun to the biggest church religious leader in nigeria the entire church congregation will massacre the police because they know that that's our leader you can't kill our leader but we sent the so-called people we are calling talks today. We sent the so-called people we we'll call hoodlums today to go and represent us at the, at the forefront of the protest. And what do you expect? They lacked organization. They lacked um, uh, um, planning or, or they, even leadership. There, there was no leadership because at some point when the protest started, they were yeah. running a decentralized leadership pattern. But if we had people yes. with morals, character, and education in the midst of that protest, they would have known that now we have spent seven days to see that we are serious. The next uh, point of action is to start creating leadership groups, start forming coalitions, start making sure that this bond is so strong that they can't break it, break in, start creating, uh, writing the policies and what we want, the demands, making it very clear. 
forming the panel exactly. they're making sure that each time like the governor of lagos state showed up to the protest ground they are having the panel discussion right on stage sanctioning and, and delivering justice there so that they can take mm-hmm. it serious now mm-hmm. we already know nigeria bows down to social pressure what we in diaspora mm-hmm. can do right now is to start sending these emails start spreading the news that's you know tagging different international bodies that that are responsible for monitoring all these process and procedures we can do it's free it actually costs nothing to engage these people to send this email one minute of your time tag them send uh, pictures send photos let them know what's happening and most importantly contribute because we will need money for 2023 exactly so we need to financially contribute we need to come up with a work plan as you said we need to come up with templates like emails Mm -hmm. templates that people can just you know send out to all your different contacts you put your name in it and then the more people that sends out the email that harasses them you know the more attention that we will get and the more action they will have to respond you know so when you send the email we'll tell them oh we need a response you know within seven days or within 48 hours or else you know we're gonna put you on blast on social media that we sent this petition this letter to you and you did not respond because they work for us a lot of people forget that exactly. <laughs> when they go into power it not, it's not for you to just go and talk money, and eat money you know yeah. what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> and go and eat you know look at the provisions for the COVID-19 pandemic that they were supposed to give out food to poor people they were locking it up you know maybe for the next election so they can give it out and, and say ah you guys and I feel like that's why this this fundraising is very important for diasporans to come. if somebody I don't know if people are already making plans for this we need to come up with a global coalition where diasporans can say okay we are actually going to pick our representative we are, we are going to send people to this place start filling up the local government positions the councillor positions so that people, yes. we, are, we, are, we are not telling people to go and raise money now to buy uh, tickets for their election we will fund the tickets for you so you are going there to represent us you are going to have the zoom or online meeting where you do your debates and all that if you feel the debate you drop instantly we send on that person so when we actually fund these things we will have the right to say okay we are sending you to go and represent us there if you misbehave we'll call you back straight to your village we go check you we go check you we're going to have a scorecard so when we that's the beginning of the death of god for that reason yes and you know and that's and that's what they mean by soros yes, we need to speak up and shut all the enemies down because the thing is we we cannot run you know it's not normal democracy as usual it's like in africa where they say ah you know in america everything runs you know in order there's pol- no and everything is not business as usual in in, in niger anything can happen you know they can make a law today and then tomorrow <laughs> the law is <laughs> is not implemented it's not do you understand yes, so so we need to be the ones that are there you said a key point you said some key things that i really need to to repeat you know so people don't um forget your key points you said something about you're working with somebody you're trying to see how you, and that's a part of getting the resources to translate the nigerian constitution mm-hmm. nigeria has you know many tribes and many languages translating you know it to people's native language whether it's in pidgin english whether it's in Igbo, whether it's in Bini language, yeah. <laughs> whether it's in Igbo, Yoruba, so people can, and then break it down. We don't even have to translate it in such a way where, you know, the entire con- um, constitution, we can summarize it into like an infographic, you know yeah, what I'm exactly. saying? And 
make it very very clear but informational where that and i'll say okay you know law one or your bill of rights or whatever and let them know like these are your different rights one of the things that i worked on when i was working in nigeria because there's so much violence so many people don't know that we passed the VAT bill which is the violence of people prohibition bill they should actually be implementing this bill for what went on in the protest but many people don't even know don't that know the VAT bill was passed and that you know lawyers <laughs> can go and represent human rights lawyers and we even have a human rights commission in nigeria but it's not it's active. not active right now the lawyers are powerless yeah. in nigeria because the people they yeah. work for are so powerful that they are ready to kill you silence you kidnap mm-hmm. you send you to anywhere just to make sure people don't hear about you at all so the only way we can start this movement and be successful is actually infiltrating into this political system how is to start putting our people in different positions start sending people people yeah. with people with character to this position so that when they go there they have, they have taken over the, the local government they have taken over the senate mm-hmm. level before you know they are, they are taking yes. over the presidency that's how we get involved so for those of us that have been praying and praying for nigeria to be better it's time for you that know politics you that spend your time to read newspaper from morning till evening to start getting involved to start putting your <laughs> and hands not just newspaper. <laughs> you know there's a lot of nigerians here that work you know that work for the government or retired like foreign yes. service diplomats you know so you have those you know young people that actually know you know politics and for you to succeed you know in america against all prejudice and racism i mean here we have to work extra harder you know than yes. our oyinbo counterparts you know so when you see our people our people are more educated we're more assertive and we actually go after what we really want yes. and and we get it so if we can overcome that in a foreign land this is not our land you know what i'm saying so if we can overcome that here we should be able to overcome it back at home but you know I said it takes unity it takes resources so that that leads me to my final question to you what should be the call to action you know that we should all do cuz all of us are change agents you know what i'm saying so you can all just like you said send out emails you can donate to gofundme but what are give us some key steps action steps next steps that everybody can do to bring the, nigeria forward the the first step we can start is actually proper engagement with ourselves we, we, I don't know why we shy away from this conversation. A lot of us are, are like, no, I don't want to get involved, please. Oh. Like someone even told me, oh, hope they will not go and kill your family in Nigeria. I'm like, if everybody has this mentality, where would we get to with this mentality? People have to, mm-hmm. people, see, whether we like it or not, for revolution to come, life must go. It's normal. Blood will be shed. Mm-hmm. We, we just have to pray and say, God, though. It's a sacrifice. <laughs> it's a sacrifice. Right. Let me not be among those right. that will go, but whether we like it or not for this battle to be won there has never been any land land takeover even from the bible those that understand the bible when jesus or god was promising people different lands he was telling them i'm going to make sure you win this battle i'm going to make sure you win this battle exactly you must go to war so for us to go to war we need to be mentally physically and spiritually ready and we must be ready to have this conversation and that conversation involves engaging ourselves ask questions don't be quiet about it today alone i've spoken to four people about whatness whatness so we need to start asking ourselves start having these conversations and start educating ourselves on whatness then as soon as the conversations are going on people need to start standing up we need to start seeing people who have this leadership potential stand up to say okay we are doing this we are doing that nobody told me before i designed flyer for the protest i just carried the placard one day designed flyer and people broadcasted it boom we had the crowd 
So That's if people it. can start taking that initiative to say, let's do something, let me do something, let me uh, call this person that did the other one, call this other person I saw speaking. Before you know, mm-hmm. we, we start doing something meaningful, and before 2023, we're we're almost ready. PV, we have put pressure on INEC already to get all the PVCs ready because their plot now is to bring uh, PVC in January when the election is in March. Well, let them know what PVC or you know some people here they don't know what PVC. PVC is. means your, your permanent your... voters card. So if they can oh. get it ready now, INEC can uh-huh. start mass producing the permanent voters card now so that people can have it in their hands because that's the power we have now to start saying, okay, if we want to vote for you or Moyele, everybody has their PVC. They are not trying to rig anything. Right. And that right. if they can create a system whereby the aspirants can vote, we are ready to vote too. Yes. Yes. And we should start doing that now. They have the Nigerian ambassador here. They have the Nigerian, you know, and they have the consulates in Atlanta. We need to start writing them here. That's why they're here. You know what I'm saying? They are exactly. our foreign diplomats representative here and they should be the ones advocating for us. So that's another way that we can move this forward. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what they're here for. <laughs> that's their job. They're here to serve us here in the diaspora so we should not put them off the hook too all the nigerian embassies and consulate from the one in new york to the one in washington to the one in atlanta we will holla at you very soon <laughs> so yes sir. thank you thank you thank you those are great action steps and just like you said there's power and unity we need to talk up and people need to contact you i'm sure a lot of people after listening to this podcast will want to contact you so let them know um how to contact you on social media what are your hashtags your emails how can they follow you and also your gofundme okay um talk about that very important yeah so i'm I'm on social media instagram as mc underscore attraction um our page for the chicago nigerian is just um at chicago nigerians then if you want to donate to the GoFundMe account, just visit www.chicagonigerians.com. Click on the donate button. It takes you straight to the GoFundMe account. You donate. If you can do $1 billion, we'll take it. $1 billion, we'll take it. Anything you can do to support, just support. And uh, for those that would like to contact me personally, my phone number. This is my direct phone number. Because I like money a lot, I like to give direct number. <laughs> hey, look at that MC. I got you. 773-931-1769. 773-931-1769 so reach out let's let's start having this conversation and this plan going on thank you thank you so i want to leave everybody with the african proverb of the week is from my favorite fella kuti the legend he says the secret of life is to have no fear once again the secret of life is to have no fear so we should all walk in unity there is power in partnership and you know we should put all of our words into action i know that you know there's a lot of i would say animosity and craziness and wahala that might come our way you know because when we're trying to make great change there's a lot of opposition because i mean it's pretty much warfare so but we should not be distracted by the warfare so thank you thank you mr mc attraction emmanuel thank you so much for having me god bless bless up (laughs) Thank you. God bless you. Thank you.